Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want us to start today from the book of Hebrews. It's amazing how God does some things for us. I mean, really amazing for me. I mean, I just wonder. He gives a theme for the year, and I realize that for the whole year, I just don't lack what to preach. Even when you wake me up so tired and I'm saying, God, he has something to say. He always has something to say. Hebrews chapter 11. I want to read from verse 8, and I'll read as quickly as I can. It says, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. So the issue is receiving an inheritance. You see what I'm talking about? And that's why I'm confident that, oh, come on, you will walk in the fullness of yours in Jesus' name. Now, by faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, a sojourner, a visitor, a stranger. Dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs, with him of the same promise. That is, the co-beneficiaries with him, that is, the, the ones that together with him will possess the inheritance, or we inherit the place they were dwelling in tents. For he waited for the city which has foundation, explaining why they were dwelling in tents, whose builder and maker is God. Now, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength. Thank you, Jesus. To conceive seed. I thank you, Lord. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude. Innumerable as the sun which is by the seashore. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, look at this. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called. If I just stop there, by faith he obeyed. 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 You can't obey God except you have faith. Because a lot of times what God is asking you to do will seem contrary to what the world is pushing at you. Most of the time. Most of the laws of nature are such that they contradict the laws of God. 
What about most of the things that, okay, okay, for example, I mean, we give, we, 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 there are people who never got born again and they conceive and they give birth and the children grow. Uh, is that opposed? No, they are not opposed. It's still the grace of God working for these ones. That's why you don't know. The devil would rather that they die. The devil would rather that they never conceive. But God is committed to humanity. From the word go. And so what we see as just humanity or as believers, what we see and we call natural, believe me, there are series of supernatural events that we have come to get used to. And so we become disturbed when what should be natural is not living to be natural, then we get disturbed. Until you want to achieve what naturally everybody achieves or attain to what everybody will normally attain to and you are finding it difficult before you now begin to say, now I have a challenge. And in most cases, that's when we now begin to say, maybe I should leave this plane of the natural and say, God, come on, am I talking to somebody here? I'm telling us how we live our natural lives. It's never without God, but a lot of times we forget that God is involved, so we don't even try to acknowledge him. But that's all right. He knows better than I can explain. Praise God. So that's why I say, by faith. And what does, what does it mean to say by faith? Absolute trust. There's somebody here today, I'm going to give 50,000. If nobody believes, that's good. Because my peace returned to me. But if somebody believes, even the person doesn't come out, he said, why will he say, and suddenly I'm like, who is disturbing my life? I'm just using it to explain things. See, so somebody said that, you said you are giving it as that. He said he's the one. She said she's the one. That God made you say it, so we are giving it. You know, that's faith. There's nothing ordinary about faith. Faith is the way we're expected to live our lives as children of the kingdom. So faith always puts us in a place of expectation. Expectation of what? Something evil. No, 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 something good. Something coming from the God end of life. So by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he will receive as an inheritance. Now, what does that tell you when it comes to inheritance? What should be your attitude? Faith! If he's got to do with relationship with God, there's always an inheritance. If there's always an inheritance, then how do I carry myself? Always believe God to live up to what he says. If God and I are relating over a matter, it's as good as done. So I approach it with, it's done. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? So when it comes to possessing my possession, faith. Hallelujah. So they were asking me, what do you call this message? Okay, I say by faith. But is this part of possession? No, it is possessing your possession. Based by faith. Hallelujah. So he was called to go, and by faith he obeyed. So you cannot obey without faith. Obey is trusting the person, taking that person. Did he say it? Please go to bed. Glory be to God in the highest. Then it says in verse 9, by faith he dwelt in the land. So he got to the land, but the land didn't look like it. Hello. 
Even up to the time that he had Isaac, he still wasn't looking like it. Although that, I mean, that assured him a lot more. But you see, he had been living by faith anyway. So Isaac came and Jacob was born. He was still living by faith. He said, how? Read it now. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in the foreign country dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob. With Isaac and Jacob. No, not in his loins. No, with Isaac and Jacob. They were born. How? The heirs with him of the same promise. So just like we promised Abraham, that promise held for Isaac. It held for Jacob. Hallelujah. No, no, no. Why, why, why was he dwelling in tents and they were still? And yet things were not altogether falling into place because God said. And he obeyed. And all his, all his life is living that life of obedience. It says, 10, it says, For he waited for the city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. When he got to the place, it didn't look like it. One or two things. Is, is either this place will change to become everything God has ordained it to be or did I really hear God? But I know that I heard God. And so the only expression to give from my waiting time that I'm waiting on God. He waited for God. He waited for the city. Is God. He said, go to the place. I followed him. This is the place. He didn't look like it. But it doesn't matter. It is the place. God won't change for the place. The place will change for God. I'm talking to somebody right now. I said, God won't change for your problem. Your problem will have to change for God. Lift up your heads with your gaze and lift up your everlasting to like the king of Then God will bow to the, to the gate? No. The gate will fling open for God. I'm talking possessing your possession. Glory be to God in the highest. And let me quickly announce this up front. I've settled with God in the name of Jesus. So if you ask me, are you teaching or preaching? I don't know. But I know I'm communicating his heart to his people. And so I am confident in the name of Jesus that results. I'm confident now. Except if it's not his word. Except if I did not hear him. Why are you confident? Because if, except I don't speak it. If I speak it, it will come as fire or as hammer, as spirit, or as life. If I'm speaking his word. That's why there's no small gathering. There's no small fellowship. If his word will be the center and the core. Now, they told by faith, Sarah herself also received strength. Why? Can I ask a question? What if Abraham had not by faith obeyed and left where things looked okay, but not the best, but looked okay? At least sustainability was in place. So, but God said, I want to give you an inheritance. So he packed up and he left. Sarah, Sarah, you don't have a choice. That's marriage. Sarah didn't have a choice because they were bound by marriage. And if Abraham was hearing God and Sarah could lean in a little bit to confirm that this is God talking to Abraham, okay, fine, he's talking to us. 
What if it's not God that's talking to Abraham? And if Sarah accepts the child of God, she will hear. Say, no, no, no. That's why I'm here to create a balance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God doesn't have grandchildren. Our children of God. So, no fight. If he's God, we'll come to an agreement. But that's for another day. You say, ah, Pastor. You want to talk to Abigail? She will cancel you well on this matter. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Now, had Sarah not gone with Abraham, there wouldn't have been a capacity for the impossible to happen. They left the went. An intervention divine never stopped. The woman who had never, they said, as good as death suddenly came away life. I speak now. In the name of Jesus. In the spirit of possessing your possession. <laughs> possessing your possession. Whatever is dead in your life, I command. I say, come on, live in the name of Jesus. I say it again one more time for those who didn't catch up quickly. I say, whatever the devil thought or thinks he has killed in your life. And whatever you think can never happen again. But God has promised you that. I say now, let it begin to come alive in the name of Jesus. I know what I'm talking about. His word in my mouth is life. Yeah. He was going to a place where he will inherit. He obeyed and went there. It was still struggling. They were intense, living temporarily. But in the midst of that, capacity came for a dead womb to receive strength. And there was a conception. I speak conception now. Conception of life in your situation. Life in your dead situation in the name of Jesus. I say life in the name of Jesus. As many as are putting their trust in God. I say this year will not run over. You will testify in the name of Jesus. And listen to me. When it's an intervention. That is when the expected results does not happen. What's intervention? When God steps in and change what naturally should be. Or he steps in and bring about what naturally cannot happen. And I'm saying that's where we are. In the name of Je- oh, you are Qatar. <laughs> you are still believing God. The devil is asking somebody. I say yes with you. Uh, everywhere they have laughed at you, they will laugh with you. In the name of Jesus, everywhere they have celebrated your death. When they see you, they will run as a skeleton. In the name of Jesus, it's your time to possess your possession. Somebody shout, glory! Had Sarah not moved along, he was in that obedience. You, you can't be looking to possess your possession and you go back. This, no. This is not like any other year. Even as it concerns Nigeria. Write it down. In the name of Jesus. He said, why are you talking that way? If you are the only child of God in this country and you are trusting God because you don't have any other option, God will move on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. 
I see there will be divine visitation. There will be divine visitation. There will be supernatural turn around. In the name of Jesus. Oh, give him praise. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited at this. You say, why? Because I can see, oh my goodness, I can see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. For many hearing me today, the God that you follow is not just a God that seeks worship, he's your father. He says, see, he will go before you. It's as a consuming fire. He will so fight for you that people will wonder what is happening. Yeah. He said if it will take destroying, it will destroy on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. And everywhere he appears, he comes with life. So get ready for every dead thing to begin to spring back. In the name of Jesus. Every death-causing relationship, I still let them begin to die. In the name of Jesus. All the relationships that will rather bring you death instead of life. Don't be shocked though. They will crash out. In the name of Jesus. And God will use you to, to bring up many. In Jesus' name. So let me look at see. I can decide to go and just follow and trace Abraham the way he went with God. But he said, that's popular. Uh, I can say to go with Jacob or Isaac. But let me go with Isaac. Turn with me to 26. Chapter 26 of the book of Genesis. All right. Genesis 26. I read from verse 1. There was a famine in the land beside the first famine. That was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land. One version says, Live in this land. And I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father and I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands and through your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Verse 6. So Isaac lived, dwelt in the land or in Gera. Um, verse 8. Now it came to pass when he had been there a long time, seven says that day, I started asking now that we've been seeing this man and this woman here. So how are they? This is, a, this is an exceptionally beautiful woman. Wow. So who is this woman? We've been seeing this woman around here. You know the way guys are. They always see new women around. When, if you move to a territory, the guys there will first see the woman before they see you. So they, they all notice the woman. 
And they started asking questions. And they went to ask him about the woman. And he said, it's my sister. He said, because if I told them it's my wife, ah, she's so pretty that they may attack me. Glory be to God in the highest. So they were asking about her. So it was a lie. And then they took her in. Hallelujah. And the king said, before any man, yeah. they said that when the woman is beautiful, the other will say, no, I've done when I put my feet down. No man can kiss her anymore. It's my own. God bless others. Abimelech took her in. You remember the story? But God saved him. And why would that happen? Because Isaac thought that was the best way to go. He said, why? You know, it wasn't the first famine. That was the second famine. That was the first one in time of his father. And so he did what his father did. He ran to Abimelech. His father ran to Abimelech. His father got to Abimelech and ran to Egypt. Remember the story? And when he got to Egypt, the same thing happened. They almost, the man almost slept with his wife. The, 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 whether it was Egypt or Abimelech himself. Almost slept with his wife. And so what happened? God stopped them. Guess what happened? Everybody in the house of that man, God made sure that they became barren. Not every, just everybody, even the goat, even the chicken, even the mosquito. Everything went barren. What does that tell you? Everything we see, we take naturally. There is a brain spiritual behind it. And the day that he was discovered that it was his wife, and said, Ah, how? Why did you do this? You want to take your wife? I said, well, it was because of this. I'm talking of Abraham now. It was because of this, this, this. And God said, pray for him. Why? Because I've shut their wombs. So Abraham, I pray, open your womb. You'll be fruitful. You'll be this. All of this. I said, boom, 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 boom. You know why? Because Abraham carried the capacity for conception, for growth, for increase. He only needed to be part of your deal. It will grow. He carried that grace. And when the devil tried to attack him in that area, had God not intervened, somebody else was pregnant, said a rifle. But it was the seed of Abraham that God was looking for. He shot it down. And when he prayed, and the same capacity that God gave for Sarah, who was dead in her womb, to produce, that same capacity was still carried by Abraham when he prayed. He received. <laughs> hey! So Isaac did what daddy did. Ran together, thank God. But daddy now ran to Egypt. God said, God appeared to Isaac straight away. Say, don't go to Egypt. Now listen, that's the mistake we make. When you see a man or a woman's life going in a trajectory of the blessings of God, look for the principles of the word of God, of the kingdom of God that they follow. Let their lives be an inspiration for you. But don't take every of their moves to become the doctrine of your life. You can make a mistake. Don't now go to some place and now tell people, my wife is my sister. Ah, you are looking for trouble. He said, because Abraham said so. No! Follow the principle of hearing God and following God. That was what is clear there. By faith they obeyed. 
When he ran and he got there. Why? Because that was what daddy did. The only antecedent in his life. And when he got there, God knew that he would go to Egypt. He appeared. He said, don't go to Egypt. Egypt was where the wealth of Abraham began in the true sense. But he said, don't go. Stay. Ooh. What would have happened if I said, no, but that was not my father. Daddy got it. I hear you. And then he ran. Out of order. There are principles which will emulate in the lives of people. Principles of the word. Principles of following the spirit. Principles of the kingdom. I'm talking of possessing your possession. Pastor, look at what this one of God did. Look at what he did. After all, God is a I said, why are, not, why are we following what he did? Is he your Jesus? Is he, did he die for you? First look at what Jesus did. Then look at how he has built his life in line with what Jesus did. Follow. Every other thing is not a business. Don't follow. So a lot of people can be inspirational to you. A lot of moves can be motivational to you. But make sure that it is the principles that you like to know. Okay. So, the Bible says, Isaac, verse 6, obeyed. He stayed in the land. He lived in the land. I was in the first thing that hit me is that Isaac, one version said dwell, one version said stay, one version said leave. What hit me was that Isaac, I know his family, I know his tough. Stay here and make a living. Wow. But his family, yes, I know. Stay here and make a living. Isaac, what you don't know is this. I am giving you this land. Ah. Eh. I swore to your father. So why am I giving you the land and you are running away from it? Why are you running to? So what happened to Isaac? Because God says stayed in the land. They said, after many days, the king that was looking at the woman, he was busy looking. He now saw them engaging. He said, ah, what kind of play is this? This one knows brother, sister. Come here. This one is not your sister, it's your wife. And they say, I'm sorry, it's my wife. Why didn't you tell us the truth? Guess what he did? He now ordered the whole kingdom. Let nobody touch them. See, when God calls you to your possession, he comes with total package. Divine protection. And guess what? He now sowed seed in the land. He reaped a hundredfold in one year in famine. When God calls you, the total package includes supernatural provision. He showed, then the, the Bible said, the Lord, then God blessed him. God blessed him. He started to be great. Continue to be great. I declare to somebody here, because you have decided to follow God, I'm sure a lot of people have made a mockery of you, but gradually they are beginning to understand that you cannot follow God and be ashamed. And now they are beginning to ask, they are wondering, they are asking questions. Some are coming to me to like Nicodemus in the night, say, what is the secret? And I know it's opportunity for you to tell them, Jesus is Lord. The same yesterday, today, and Forever. I mean, he got to a state that became so great. I speak to you right now. I say, Your greatness will never know limits. In the name of Jesus. I say, Your greatness will never be stored. In the name of Jesus. 
that which has been making you great will never be subverted. In the name of Jesus, he will be glorified in your life and situation, in your provision and protection and your health. I say Jesus will be glorified in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Sit down, I'm about to finish. He was so great that the whole of Gera became envious. I don't know who I'm talking to. Until now, the situation looked like a mockery. Ah, they will praise God on your behalf. I say, in the name of Jesus, the world will praise God on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, they will praise God on your behalf. They became so envious. It's okay to be envious as long as they will not take it upon their head and become emotional to attack you. He got to say, the king came and said, No, you know what? Please leave. Uh-uh. Even you? He said, Yes. Say, Why? Uh-uh. I said, No, no, no. You are, you are too much. Wow. In famine, I declare, no matter the situation, your possession, your possession will always put you over. In the name of Jesus. Guess what? He left. It was in Gera. Because God says so. So when the king said, Move, we have to move. He moved. When he got there, he stopped here. Where? In the valley. Valley of what? Gera. He never left Gera. He may leave the mainland, but he was still in the valley of Gera. Guess what? When he got there, he wanted to continue what he would continue to do. What he used to do. What? Water. No water. He started digging wells. He started digging wells. He dug the first one that was water. They fought him. They followed him here and fought him. Uh-uh. He left it. When God gets you into your possession, it's total package. Peace. That passes one understanding. Incredible perseverance. Oh, glory. He said, he waited for the city, uh-uh, for the land and city which Buddha uh, is God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so he moved. They built the second world. They quarreled. He moved. Build the third world. No, what they don't know is that the capacity to increase is yours. Whether in the womb or through the work of your hand or your intellect, the capacity is yours. It's part of the package. By the time they built the third one, they were tired of fighting. The third one sees the first one, they say, ah. okay, they were using it, boasting with it. He built the second one, they were using it. Both. Now people don't have no, eh? By the time I built the third one, he waited, nobody came. They'll be tired of fighting you. Hear me! I said they'll be tired of fighting you. They'll fight and fight and fight and fight and get tired. You will still be there. In the name of Jesus. You will outlive them. In Jesus' name. Guess what? Then the next thing, the king again came to meet him with his military commander. He said, what do you guys want from me? You chased me away. Why are you? They said, you know what? We can see the hand of God is with you. You are much mightier than us. We want to be your friend. Can you cut a covenant with us? He said, why? Why should I? He said, because we don't want you to wake up one day and decide to fight us. Because if you try, the capacity to win is with you. God put his fear in them. The dread of you will paralyze every enemy of yours. In the name of Jesus! I'm talking possessing your possession. Total package. 
Let me say it again. This month of April, every gathering against you to stop you personally, to stop you family-wise, to stop you maritally, to stop you corporately, to stop us as a church. In the name of Jesus, our fear will paralyze them. When they hear, they will flee in the name of Jesus. If they will not stop the Egyptians you see you today, you will never see again. So you leave God to finish with them. And that was Isaac. Isaac. Galatians chapter 4 says that as Isaac was so away with our inheritance in Christ, the best of you still ahead shall we rise. Shall we rise, shall we rise, shall we rise. Shout, I'm becoming a child of God. I am daily possessing my possession. In the name of Jesus. When they said Rehoboth, now this place is open. They will, now we can expand. God has said before you an open door. Which no man can shut. Say with me, I see an open door. Open door. Open door. Which no man can shut. In Jesus' name. Father, take all the glory. Father, worship your holy name. <laughs> oh, glory, 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 glory. I see just increase, 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 in Jesus' name. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.